She was also in that love movie about eating each other. Together we eat. What was it called? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Hello, welcome to Guides the Unknown. I'm Kristen. And I'm her little brother, William. And we're trapped within the confines of Gametober, but we'll be breaking out because this is the last week and we are talking about Escape Room. Yeah. One and two. Yes, the, the hit movie franchise. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if... <laughs> I'm not sure if that's an accurate (laughs) description. There there was such a jump in apparent uh, budget from one to two that it makes me think that I guess it it must have been One did very well. Escape Mm -hmm. Room 1 came out in 2019. Yeah. uh, Did quite, quite well for itself. And uh, then, yeah, they made made an Escape Room 2, but it's a little... Did that do well, do you know? I didn't look. it, It did not do as well. And so, so there the, were rumors, rumors, that, but you know, it's also, it came out in 2020. Right. And so who knows right. where anything lands right now, right? I would guess it might be one of the kind of, um, it, that it didn't, I can't think of what word I'm trying to think of, but that it won't go forward. Because there are a lot of things that were kind of in the works in 2020, yeah. 2021, and they just kind of fell by the wayside. I, I can totally I imagine I say this victims. I just know. not being a priority at mm-hmm. all. Yeah. But uh, for my money, I uh, I don't know. I kind of enjoyed it. I Although I should say I'm a little bit biased. I'm very much a fan of the concept of escape rooms. Right. You're an escape room boy. I am an escape room boy. Yeah. Uh, so if I may give my history... With escape rooms. This is just a chance to brag about you solving escape rooms. No, because it, it all fell apart <laughs> eventually. <laughs> I, uh, I, what year did I get engaged? Do you have any idea? No. I got married in 2015. Mm-hmm. I probably got engaged a good couple years before I that. I would imagine. All right. Yeah. So let's, let's just say it was 2014. I had my bachelor party. Yeah. And we did one of these newfangled escape rooms. Mm-hmm. I certainly heard tell of them. Right. The idea being that there's a, a room that's loaded with puzzles. Uh, you've got to solve them. You typically have one hour to solve every puzzle in this singular room and escape. Yes. Otherwise, you just lose. Mm-hmm. Right. And and I, I looked into this a little bit, like the the real life history of escape rooms, and it seems like it was something that that sort of started outside the U.S. in the early 2000s. Okay. And then kind of quietly started to come in bit by bit, and then had a huge explosion, yeah. I think, right around 2014, 2015, mm-hmm. where now escape rooms as a business, like every town's got yeah. one, essentially. Yeah. Um, and I think it's almost quieted. I think it probably has. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't think that the fervor mm-hmm. is quite where it was. not as new. Not as new. Yeah. But so in 2014, and I'll, I'll keep this story brief, but it really became like an addiction for a while. Mm-hmm. I, so it was, my, it was my bachelor party. We booked an escape room in the city, New York City. Yeah. And uh, it was all spy themed, like like 007-y, James Bondy spy themed. Yeah. But it was charmingly cheap. Uh-huh. Which I remember really, really liking. Yeah. Especially I like because that too. modern escape rooms have such crazy ambition with their design. Yeah. Like some of the ones today are like so technologically advanced and impressive. Mm-hmm. But I actually kind of liked how sort of rinky-dink yeah. this original one that I did was, where it was like a, a $5 poker card table was sitting in the corner. And like, uh, clearly they had, you know, found furniture on the on the curb. Yeah, yeah. And dragged it in. That's the way to do it. It was the way to do it. Yeah. And a bookcase that I guess if they, if they had, <laughs> had more money or 
energy they would have filled it with books only had like two books sitting on bare shelves <laughs> yeah but so i i loved the I, i've always loved solving puzzles i mean mm-hmm. you and i obviously have a big long history yeah. dad used to play the love a puzz the mind trap riddle cassettes for us on road trips it was awesome and so this like it felt like it was totally in my wheelhouse but something particularly remarkable happened in this first escape room yes maybe you, n- you never forget your first yeah of course so I was I was looking around, looking at every nook and cranny, peering around, saying, "Ooh, what's this?" Mm-hmm. And I noticed I noted something when we first came in. There was a refrigerator that was like 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 a, a shitty old like fifties looking refrigerator, yeah. looked like a big piece of junk. Uh huh. And felt totally out of place. And beside it, there were pots and pans hanging on the wall. Yeah. And the thing that I noticed was that the pots and pans were like zip tied to uh, uh, like a hook. Uh-huh. So you couldn't remove them if you wanted to. And I noticed that where the pots and pans were resting, the wall was all busted in and dented. <laughs> and I was like, that's weird. It people looks are... like somebody like slammed these yeah. pots on the wall. Yeah. And people are, I mean, people can be. Animals. Animals. Yeah. So I was like, it wouldn't, I wouldn't be shocked if some kid came in here and just it's slammed like, it. Yeah. yeah. But as we're playing, at a certain point, we find a tape recorder. And when you hit play, you hear knock, 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 knock. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I know what to do. And yeah. you grab the pot and you go knock, 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 knock. And you do the dents on the wall. Yeah. And then the refrigerator door popped open. It's so fun. And it wasn't. They're so fun. It wasn't just a refrigerator. It was a portal into the next room. Uh-oh. It was two rooms. And so you had to crouch and go through the refrigerator, through a false back, into another room. Was it a pretty big fridge? I'd be really afraid that I would Winnie the Pooh get stuck. My fat ass would be hanging out of the sun. Oh, bother. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the new game is how can we get Will out of the fridge? <laughs> Kristen. And uh, I remember Bobby was walking around with this book that had like binary code. And he's like trying to memorize this binary code. Uh-huh. And it clearly lines up with this like wall of switches. We've got like yeah. three minutes left. We're running out of time. We didn't know there was a second room. I've never done one of these before. Yeah, right. But I also really like logic puzzles. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, well, no matter what, I can solve this board with enough time. Right. So I would just flip all the switches like on, 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 off. On and on, on and on, off, off. Yeah, just like process of elimination it out. And everyone was like, that's going to take too long, Will. And by gum, I did it. That's and we, awesome. And we escaped the room uh, by the skin of our teeth. Yeah. And it was the most exciting thing. In the, it felt like Indiana Jones running out of <laughs> the temple at the beginning of Raiders of the Lost Ark. Like yes. Just barely escaping with enough time. That's so fun. And after that first escape room, I, I said to Allie, I was like, you've got to do one of these with me. Yeah. Because Allie's like the smartest person that I know. And from... Excuse me? Don't, don't worry, Kristen. You're <laughs> clearly, clearly the dimmest William. Krails. Go ahead. But so Allie and I, then I, I'm going to say literally dozens. Yeah. Of, over the course of just a, a few years, mm-hmm. dozens upon dozens of escape rooms. Did mm-hmm. it with some of my coworkers, couldn't stop going. It was like almost an every weekend kind of thing. I got completely hooked on doing them. Yeah. But I was too damn good. I never lost <laughs> until I finally did. And then it that, that sort of destroyed it for me. <laughs> <laughs> but I was I was firmly You win everything. I You always do. You're so good at games, puzzles, you. escape rooms. You are a constant winner of these things. Thank you for acknowledging it. It's true. Anybody who watched our uh, Demon Drive knows oh God. Kristen got completely destroyed. He wipes the absolute floor with me. A series of challenges that I contrived. So did mm. I perhaps have some edge? <laughs> 
by being the game's master. I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think so either. But, uh, I think I was just better than you. Yeah, I know. No, Will's, <laughs> anything that's like competitive, Will absolutely kills. I'm a little competitive. Yeah. But so uh, uh, if anybody's wondering, for my money, the best escape room in the country, and I've done them abroad. Mm -hmm. Now, anytime that we've traveled, we make sort of a point of doing escape rooms out in the world. Yeah. But so the best one that I ever did, just for the hell of it, free plug, it's a place called Escape My Room in New Orleans. The greatest escape room, the entire experience begins even before you're in the building. Yeah. There's a false window front that looks like an old French perfume shop. And when you go into the building, it only lets you into that front window display. Yeah. So you're sitting in it as if, like, people would walk by and just see you in there. Mm-hmm. And then the phone rings while you're just standing so around. Cool. And I go, do you have a reservation? Yeah. And I went, uh, yeah, it's for Will. And then I got all nervous because they hung up on me and it was under Allie's name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I panicked. But then this, this, like, apothecary cabinet full of all of these, like, ingredients and Uh scents and whatever popped open and led into the actual business. It was so awesome. Incredible. Escape My Room, New Orleans. Highly recommend. The best, 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 best. How delightful. Now, point being, Mm -hmm. I think clearly the ephemera of an escape room is one, if, if you did it right, especially back then, you could make these things for relatively cheap yeah, and then charge people like 30 bucks yeah. for mm-hmm. an hour, mm-hmm. for a single hour. By the way, I'm a multiple, multiple time escape room loser. You've escaped before. I have, but usually with you. So it's not really I did it. You should see me in those rooms, man. <laughs> oh, I've, believe me, I have. Remember, we, did we did we lose on my birthday when we went to an escape room? Or possibly did we... uh, my my track record in the last like few years is like I don't even know the last time that there I there was won. something that I I know I grossly misunderstood something having to do with like a sword, and I wasted like a ton of time. I think we maybe barely. Was there some kind of big toothpick? <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> totally botched it. I just remember carrying around a you know plastic sword or something. And I don't know if we won or not. I, I have more than a few stories where some like bungling doofus is in my yeah. way and totally screws up. That's me. It, it drives me insane. There, there was like one that we did where like sometimes you do them with strangers because like, oh, yeah. they want to book the room. Yeah. So if you don't fill, like if a room is for up to eight people and you've only got three, uh-huh. you might find yourself saddled with a group of five who doesn't not. know what they're doing. Yeah. So there was this one time that we went to one around here and... and when we're walking in, I didn't even know that this happened, but the person who runs the game handed a piece of paper mm-hmm. to one of the strangers. Oh, no. And then we spent a solid 20 minutes looking around for how to start the puzzle. Yeah. And I'm not even kidding. It was it was like 20-something minutes. And yeah. then the lady finally goes, maybe it, you know, it might have something to do with this. And it was like <laughs> 100%. You idiot. Don't you understand? Everything's here for a reason. <laughs> it's like Tim Curry. <laughs> Don't you understand? Everyone who's here has been brought here for a reason. Yes. I, uh, I've, I've never been angrier in all my days. <laughs> so I also think that escape rooms, I mean, talk about Clue. I do think that part of it is like that Clue board game notion of like, there's a trap door from the yeah. conservatory to the study. Any of these like grand old mm-hmm. mansions, sort of like the the old castle yeah horror 13 ghosts where yeah. the rooms like shift and stuff like that yeah i don't i don't know if there's like a direct one to one of like what escape rooms are trying to evoke but hmm. it's a feeling it's that like that yeah, that I mean, it's, locked room mystery feeling 
Right. And they, they always have a theme. Or I mean, for the most part, have a theme. Yeah. Like, it'll be like the the castle room, the pyramid room. So yeah. it's trying to do something that's really immersive most of the time and has clues that have to do with that theme and stuff. Yeah, I don't know, like, where that comes from. But you're right. I mean, definitely shares DNA with that sort of thing. Yeah. And, and the, the entire notion, although it's like a false one, right? Mm -hmm. Like, you've got one hour to escape. Yeah. Or... Well, they'll just open the door and let you out. But you don't get the satisfaction. As, as I well know. Right. <laughs> right this way, ma'am. should be like a loser. Ryan and I have lost multiple times. And they're always like, you were so close. So that's the last thing. I'm like, all right. <laughs> you weren't even close. Get out of there. They're like annoyed by you. I don't know why. I used to, you know how like, or at least for for me or us or whatever, like in school, like they'd have tests that would have like logic questions on them or whatever. I was always great at that, but nah. Man, I used to love those. Oh, I loved them. It, like if that was on a test in school, I was like, all right, this I got. Like everything else I sucked at. Those but, ones where it's like the man in the yellow hat yeah. hates grapefruit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're yeah. like, huh, <laughs> I want to put an X by grapefruit for man in the yellow hat. And then exactly. you feel like a whiz. You feel like Sherlock Holmes. Pretty much. It's all an illusion. Yeah. But it's... it's it's. But stick me in a room with like a, a skeleton hand that I have to pull and it opens another door. I can't figure out how to pull it. But it's kind of fun to just be in that environment, right? It, it always feels a little heightened. It is. I don't really care. I'm not competitive, silly. luckily, so I can just kind of be like, <laughs> and I just kind of enjoy it. Well, the, the thing other thing is it. that there's like a value... There's a value risk. Mm -hmm. You almost want to see every because there's you could pay your thirty yeah. bucks and then and then get totally stumped on the totally. first puzzle and then be like, oh, I wasted that hour. And no, that is a money. thing. It, I would be. I say I'm not competitive, but I would definitely be irritated if I was yeah. like not getting anywhere. And I'm like, well, what am I looking at then? I don't even get to experience different things. Yeah, I don't know yeah. if there's another thing where it's like you know you pay. <laughs> you just. You, don't get to do it all it's yeah. on you. you you never go to like a, yeah. like a mcdonald's and, mm -hmm. and pay for your hamburger but because of your own folly you don't get to eat it right right you know yeah uh, it's, it's Evil strange bastards. no it is strange yeah uh i think a lot of times they again i know they walk you through yeah what you missed so at least you understand what happened but you don't get to have the fun of being like oh i'm surprised that this yeah, thing opened and whatever the, by far the worst ones are the ones where you lose or something and they come in and they go like huh yeah no this this thing was supposed to work oh i know you're supposed to be able to put the magnet there but yeah i don't know it's it's not supposed to be like that we've definitely had like the the game master kind of like chime in and be like oh wait actually that's supposed to whatever type like in 2401 yeah like it seems not to be working yeah it's like, well that sucks yeah <laughs> you pull it together yeah by far the worst one that i ever did which i'll say because i don't think this company even exists anymore i know what you're about to say what was it pokemon themed or something yeah yeah so hallie and i did this pokemon themed one which was like can you help Pikachu get out of this cage? Uh -huh. And they had like a stuffed Pikachu, like a boardwalk yeah. claw game Pikachu in a box. And one of the big clues was like the code to the, the, the final answer, I think, mm -hmm. like the code to the cage was Pikachu's weight. Uh-huh. And in the room was a, a player's guide to the Pokemon games. It was a Pokédex. Yeah. And Pokemon is all about statistics. Yeah. So the weight of Pikachu is just listed in the book. Yeah. So I just opened the book, typed it in, and it and it didn't work. Oh, and you're like, and, it's plainly right here. And they they had contrived their own answer to how much Pikachu weighs <laughs> that you had that. to deduce through some means, and it would like 
then they needed to rip that page they like out didn't of, even know what they were doing they need to rip that page out of the pokedex yeah, exactly. then, don't have that in there obviously you would think that that's the answer because it says it in black and white in like an official thing and when they came in i made sure to say uh you certainly didn't know who you were up against <laughs> i know how to, i know my way around a pokedex okay, okay. Yeah. Um, all that to say, I like escape rooms. <laughs> yes. So is it any surprise that escape rooms have become sort of a thing in, in pop culture as well? No, they were so super duper popular for a while. It's become, I think kind of faded off, but it was a trope yeah. for a while, even on Real Housewives, because they have to have like little activities uh -huh. they would do. People would be like, oh my God, they're going to another escape room across cities. But it became like a thing. Really? Yeah. Uh-huh. Let, let, yeah, over multiple franchises, it'd be like, oh, Kenya Moore is having everybody go to an escape room. And then in Beverly Hills, it's like Dorit is having everybody go to an escape room. And so the viewers were like, all right. It's kind of cheap. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess you're watching a free reality show True. about garbage. And so you know, you're, you, then you watch them interact or whatever. It was always, I mean, I, I, I understand the eye roll, but I was always like, okay, I kind of like watching it when they do an escape room. You know, one of, of the greatest of the great uh, escape room personalities, don't you? Who? Conan O'Brien. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Conan yes. O'Brien brought his uh, associate producer, Jordan Schlansky, into an escape room that was themed to, like, the, the 1920s. Yeah. And it was absolutely outstanding. And Conan, you know, at some point they do, like, a bunch of fades because Conan can't figure out how to do it or yeah. comedically can't figure out how to do it. And says to a person who's moderating the room, he goes, I have to admit something to you. I urinated in the file drawer. <laughs> 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 about 20 minutes ago because he's trapped Kristen because he's trapped it's the goddamn funniest thing so just stop listening to this show person. and go watch Conan O'Brien in an escape oh, room oh god uh, but yeah All so right. escape rooms in horror movies in particular yeah I think I think honestly I do think that Saw itself mm -hmm. like escape it's so funny Saw started in 2004 mm -hmm. escape rooms sort of started um in the early 2000s, although not in the U.S. Mm -hmm. But there is sort of like a convergent well, yeah. evolution of the puzzle room, puzzle mastermind thing. Yeah, I think that's true. And so uh, escape rooms uh, growing enormous, I think somebody was like, well, wait a minute. If we just movie make a movie about escape rooms, uh -huh. we can basically have our own Saw franchise. It definitely feels like it's a little bit of like a saw light. Which is why I have this piece of trivia. Okay, great. About the movie Escape Room that we're about to discuss, which came out in 2019. Mm -hmm. Which, for, for all intents and purposes, like I think if you look at Escape Rooms on Wikipedia, like the actual... The, the entity of Escape Rooms. Yes, yeah. the entertainment venue Escape Rooms. When they say pop culture, they only talk about this 2019 movie. They're like, they made a movie of it. Yeah. Yet on IMDb, this Escape Room movie from... Uh, What's his name? Uh, Adam Robitel is the fourth film relating to escape rooms that was released within two years. Oh, wow. At that point. Uh, including a, a game or a, a, a movie, apologies, that was called Escape. I mean, they're all called Escape Room. Yeah. There's Escape Room 2017, Escape Room 2017, <laughs> and, and, and No Escape Room, which was 2018. 18. Uh -huh. uh, but one of them stars friend of the show Skeet Ulrich. Oh. Um, and the, the plot. Now, I just talked a lot about like Jigsaw. Yeah. And so you can see this, right? Like the machinations of yeah. some mastermind who's infallible and he put. And of course, this falls into the machination category. Yes. As you established. As I, as I laid out at the beginning of Gametober. Yep. P.S. Has Gametober like flown by for you? <laughs> Unbelievably fast. 
I unbelievably. I fast. hope people out there have been enjoying Gametober because yeah. I, I seriously feel like this month absolutely friggin' flew. Completely Bo- both flew on Guides the Unknown and in life. That so this maybe was that's like why. Doing Gametober on the show was like a, a joy. Yeah, easy peasy lemon squeezy. So the, except these, I didn't like these movies. Escape Room. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm curious to talk about that. Yeah. Um, but the Ski Delta Ridge one, I need to tell you about first because I I feel like it's a no brainer that like. To almost to its own detriment, it's a no-brainer. That mm-hmm. if you're making a horror escape room movie, it's that somebody put you in a room. Yeah. And there are life and death stakes if you don't solve the puzzle. Yeah. Right? Of course. It's jigsaw. Yeah. No brainer. Well, what else could it be? <laughs> here's the plot of Escape Room from 2018. Okay. Starring Skeet Ulrich. The film centers around a group of survivors who challenge themselves inside an escape room. When an employee buys an antique demonic box oh, wow. to be used as a prop that turns out to be evil and possesses whoever opens it and kills the victims. How weird. That's so weird. It, so it sounds like, I mean, I haven't seen it, obviously, but it sounds like the fact that it's even in an escape room is like incidental. It's more that we're worried about this demonic doll or whatever. Yeah, well, demonic box. Box. Yeah. Uh, that possesses <laughs> whoever opens it. That's so strange. It's so strange. Now, I did... This is free on Tubi. Okay. So I wanted to watch it. Mm-hmm. In fact, I put it on and hit play. Yeah. And that's Didn't where everything work. went wrong. Oh. No, the movie played. Oh. <laughs> you know how, like, the beginning of The Exorcist is uh, Father Marin, like, walking around in dust? Yeah. <laughs> for, like, 45 minutes? Yes. <laughs> And you always forget every time you watch The Exorcist, and then you're like, oh, that's right. God, please bring me to Baltimore. (laughs) What's going on? Uh, This movie opens the exact same way, with just, like, people out in the desert. Mm -hmm. And they find the mysterious box. Yeah. And it takes, I mean, forever. Forever. So long for it to stop being about What is Skeet Ulrich doing? Did you even see him? I did. What's he up to? Uh, Unsurprisingly, Skeet Ulrich is filmed in in his own location... He does not seem to interact. <laughs> Is he like now, the game master in his own home? <laughs> I did not I did not get past uh the That's opening. Funny. Okay. Even on the poster, you can tell he's just like disconnected from this plot. You know what I mean? <laughs> but so he's he's in a home office uh-huh. and he calls who I believe to eventually be the main character on the phone and goes, This isn't good. Our business is not doing well. And so it's clearly, it's just going to be like, well... Is it the escape room business? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. It, it, it is like the the boss. Skeet Ultra is the boss. Uh-huh. But he's only on the, exists on the phone. Because <laughs> we only have him for a day. So, so like the whole thing just sucks. And I was hoping that he was going to be some sort of Jigsaw-esque uh, wouldn't that be great? puppet master. Oh my God, there's a show on right now. I've seen the first two episodes. I do like it, but I have to tell you, Mark Paul Gosseler is playing like... Um, Hannibal Lecter light oh. in it. He is he is the big bad guy. Mark Paul Gosler? Yes. Now I like him. I do too. He's doing fine. It's just conceptually, I, it's just so weird. I'd like to watch that. What is so this? So I'll tell you the premise of it with no spoilers. It's on NBC. It's called Found. And the premise, which is in the trailer and everything, it's going to sound like I'm spoiling it, but the trailer basically spoils it. So it's this woman who's not a cop or anything. She's like a private detective, I guess, who tries to find missing people who uh, the mainstream are not as interested in. So, like, people of color and, like, sex workers and, like, drug addicts and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, 
So she's like tracking him down and it's partially because she was kidnapped when she was like a, a teenager, I think. And, you know, she got out. And so she has this drive to find missing people who people aren't looking for. What you end up finding out is that Mark Paul Gossler was the person who kidnapped her back in the day. And now as an adult, she tracked down and found Mark Paul Gossler, Gossler as keeping him in her basement chained up and brings cases to him being like, where do you think they took this girl? Yes. Okay. It's a good show. Yeah, it sounds fine. Yeah. It sounds like exactly just, what you think it is. Yeah, it just it was funny to me, uh, the idea of it. But no, he's 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 not in it a whole ton. I'll say. Bravo! Like, like is it that kind of? No, it's not. He's playing it pretty like realistic. Let me out say. of these chains. No, it, it, it's pretty realistic. <laughs> okay. Um, right. But from the trailer, I was like, oh my god, is this gonna be like some sort of like arch thing? But it's it's not. But it's a good show. Because you know he could always get out by just going time out. And then just step out of his chains. <laughs> is this chick wacko? I thought I was the cuckoo one. Time in. He's still on the chain. Ah, damn it. I should have <laughs> run away. Absolutely right. And they flash back to like him with like the kidnapped girl like back in the day. So you see him being like mad, crazy guy a little bit. Yeah, I'd be curious to see that. I think it's worth a watch. Okay. I'm going to keep watching it. Um, well, here's the plot. Uh, of that escape room that Skeet Ulrich won yeah. from Wikipedia. Don't worry. It's only two sentences. Uh, you know, like Wikipedia is like user edited, like anybody can do yeah, this. I yeah. swear this wasn't me. All it says in the plot is terrible movie. That's all. Oh, my God. On the official Wikipedia page for this. That's a thing. bummer. That is a bummer. I almost yeah. want to rewatch. Like change it. Try yeah. to watch it again. Just to <laughs> I feel bad for them I now. Know. Terrible movie. That's all. Someone wrote. Boy. Poor Skeet Ulrich. I know. Eh, he's all right. He's like. Insanely hot well, and poor, rich, so. poor Skeet all rich in escape room 2018. Yeah. <laughs> he's just trying to get his, yeah. his business in order. Anyway. He's just a man. <laughs> <laughs> Puzzles don't create psychos. Uh, all right. Let's talk about the actual escape room movie. Okay. The only like accepted, acceptable. Yeah. yeah. That we have decided as a society. We, this is the escape room. This movie. is the escape room movie. Right. All the other ones called escape room that came out the same year <laughs> and slightly before. Forget they those. seem not to count. This is escape room. The movie. Yes. Okay. You saw this in the theater. I did. Allie mm. and I saw this yeah. again. Cause we like escape rooms. And so of we course. saw familiar words and bought tickets. Mm -hmm. What'd you think of it? I liked it. Yeah. I remember, I remember liking it at the time. It was, it was 2019. Mm -hmm. Right. Yep. I, I I liked it at the time, but I don't I don't think I could have claimed I I had never seen it again until yeah this past week for this show. Mm -hmm. So it may have been couched as one of those movies where it's like you go and you watch it and you go all right. I saw that. I enjoy I, that was fine. Yeah. Right. Yep. Uh, and then you leave and you forget about it. And then I was aware that there was a sequel, but I just never got around to seeing it until this week. Yeah. But I I remember. And still do feel generally favorably. Mm -hmm. I, I, I'm fine with Escape Room 1. Yeah, yeah. We're going to spoil it, by the way, yes. everybody. We're going to spoil Escape Room and Escape Room 2. Why don't mm -hmm. we give general feelings, then we'll do it after the break or something like that. Okay, that sounds good. Um, so I hadn't seen either of these until this week, although I did want to. I just never got around to it. And I didn't really like them. I'm on just like this side of... Not liking them, but I, not, I think we're probably terrible. pretty close because I think I'm literally just on the other side of the wall. Yeah, I'm at like 49 percent and maybe you're at like 55 or something. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I think the worst. I but... think that I, I certainly as like a PG-13 horror franchise, which yeah. is what these are. Mm -hmm. um, I I think that they are 
completely acceptably entertaining and yeah. conceptually interesting. Familiar. Familiar yeah. is all get out. Mm -hmm. uh, but that's sort of the point. Yeah. You know, like it, it just sort of goes down smooth in a sense. I, I wish that who turns out to be the bad guys was more interesting. Yeah. I was just kind of like, oh, eh, whatever. That's, you get, you're going to go, go like, oh, of course. Yeah. It's just kind of like, it's weird. Like, well, I, it's more of a spoiler thing. I'll leave that for there. But anyway, um, yeah, like I, as I said, I thought it was interesting that you could tell that there was such a jump in budget from the first one to the second one. Like yeah. the first one had some, they definitely have some really cool sets. Like I, some of the ideas I think are yeah. really, really solid. Mm -hmm. I'll, uh, uh, this one is in the trailer, so I'm not too worried about, uh, uh, saying this just as a premise. Yeah. But like, like I just talked about, like when I did that, um, 007 room. Yeah. I was like, oh, oh my God, now I go through the fridge into another room? Yeah. There are a series of escape rooms here. So you escape room one, you end up in room two, mm -hmm. to room three, to room four, blah, blah, blah. Well, one of the rooms is made to look like the outdoors. Yeah. So they've got screens. Mm -hmm. They've got screens on the walls that project the image of, you know, mountainous terrain stretching off to the horizon. Yeah. Which weirdly is like, and maybe this was also the case in 2019 itself, but like there is a, uh, I can't think of the name of it right now, but uh, specifically on the Mandalorian, mm -hmm. uh, they've got this new technology that is uh, sort of like a green screen yeah. set. You're inside, mm -hmm. but they just project the horizon. That's And cool. however the camera moves, the perspective naturally changes of the screens behind the character so it looks perfectly seamless that's genius and that's more or less the technology that's sort of like you know fictionalized in the movie but it makes it look like you know you know you're inside yeah but somehow it perfectly looks like you're outside in a snowy forest right like right. that's fun to me i thought that was fun too it also it reminded me a little bit of yellow jackets season two the tv show because the oh. first because a lot of it is like set outside in like a snowy environment the first one was shot on location actually outside and the second one was shot on a sound stage and you can kind of tell yeah and it reminded me of like the sound stagey look of yellow jackets you know i really can't fault anyone for going the sound stage route obviously like it's mm -hmm. it's easier to do setups it's easier to film even if you have to but like think about the difference in feeling between the end of scream yeah where you're at Stu's house and it's a big place in the middle of nowhere with fields all around it right and rolling hills for for cars to like crash down on and mm -hmm. stuff and then think about the end of scream five yeah where Stu's house is on a perfectly flat level astroturf Field yeah, totally. With a few strategic piles of leaves here and there. <laughs> and it's just like, oh, this doesn't feel like a real place at all. No, that, that's what Yellow Jackets way, shape, or form. season two feels like to me. It's pretty obvious. Yeah. And, and that, that you know, again, I can't fault the, either, the logistical, right? you know, needs of a production for doing that. But it, Absolutely. it tends to take me out of it unless it's super duper, 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 duper well done. Mm -hmm. But that's why I think Escape Room, leaning into it, being a phony baloney jabroni yeah. makes it a strength. Yeah. The characters know we're not outside. Room. Yes. Yeah. So even if it feels fake, right. that's to its benefit. Yeah, because it would feel fake. It's it's known to be indoors. If it yes. was too real, it'd be just kind of strange. Having things You'd look wonder about what the power of the game makers is. You'd be like, what? How, I know. how are they doing this? Because there there are certainly movies that There was have... something in, in the second movie where I was like, what? How? Okay, I'm yeah. curious to get there. Okay. But have you seen the movie Cube? 
Is it with like Jennifer Lopez and Victor Dino- Vincent D'Onofrio and stuff? You might be thinking of the cell. I'm thinking of the cell. What is cute? <laughs> Man, that's so. I don't like that movie. That's a big swing movie. <laughs> Something ain't right with that movie. Is there any chance that that movie was like directed by whoever directed like Nine Inch Nails videos maybe, in the 90s? Maybe. Uh, anyway. It feels grimy. Uh, the uh, Cube mm-hmm. is, is I mean, almost literally escape room, uh-huh. but in the, in the 90s. There actually was just recently, I want to say, a Japanese remake of Cube, which is weird. I think I'm but wrong, cool. and if I'm wrong, I think I know what this is. Is Sharon Stone in it? No, no one, no one you know is in this. Okay, I think I'm thinking of Sphere. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's like a space Sharon Stone mm. movie called Sphere. Have you seen Trapezoid? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I loved Rhombus 2. Yeah. <laughs> the angles. Yeah. The <laughs> uh. My God, the angles of Rhombus 2. Gives you a chill. No, Cube is like, nobody, you know, It's I think the first okay. one was like an independent movie and the second one didn't have any money. Okay. So, uh, but like in those, Cube 2, Hypercube in particular. <laughs> just, oh, I've heard of it. Which is literally the name on, of the movie. Um, how did this get made, maybe? Uh, maybe I, I, I like cube two hypercube. Yeah. <laughs> no one else on the planet does, but I'll, I was thinking of sphere. Uh, what, what is sphere about? When psychologist Norman Goodman, Dustin Hoffman wrote a report for the government on how to deal with extraterrestrial life forces. He didn't expect his recommend recommendations to be used. Now that a secret government agency is investigating what may be an alien spaceship that has been discovered, partially buried on the floor Ugh. of the Pacific ocean. Boring. Norman finds that the plan he outlined is being put into effect. And the team he named in his report has been assembled. Okay. This also Whatever. stars. Samuel L. Jackson, Sharon Stone, Leo Schreiber, Queen Latifah, Huey Lewis. I gotta see Sphere. Uh, you sold me with the cast. I know. What a good cast. It has maybe, like 13% on Rotten Tomatoes. You know, I'm a little bummed that October flew by. Maybe next year we do Shapetober. Oh, yeah. We can really dig into Rhombus, too. <laughs> oh, but I'm not movies. doing Rhombus 1. No. I, um, so whatever. Okay. Yes. Cube two hypercube. They, they break the rules of logic and sometimes you will go into a room that's like impossibly large. Uh It doesn't need to adhere to reality. Okay. But, but escape room, these movies clearly are intended to uh, be be, things that that could conceivably happen to a real person. Outlandish. Certainly. But but physically possible. But physically possible. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, yeah, I I think I would loosely recommend Escape Room 1. Okay. For being fun enough Mm -hmm. with the the premise. Yeah. A little toothless. Yes. uh, A little... uh, a little rote. I, I feel like you you can almost be like five steps ahead of a movie to some well, degree. It's also, a story that almost like tells itself. Yes, and also the movie is written as though for dumbasses because yes, they, that's true too. They say things like this: uh, "This must be the key to the door." <laughs> yeah. Yes, there there is a very irritating, a very very irritating. I hate this thing in movies sometimes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I don't know. Listen, the movie was tremendously successful. So, like, these things must exist for for a reason. But there's, like, a character in the movie who's, like, his only role is the the obnoxious nerd who loves escape rooms. Yeah. And I'm like, wait a minute. (laughs) This is a representation of me on the screen. And you're supposed to think that this guy sucks. 
I didn't think he sucked, and actually. Like, actually, the game masters, uh, that's what I call them anyway, uh, they, they, they're they on top of everything. So, you know what? We're probably in a room right now. He was Look right. around you. He was and, right, wasn't he? Yeah, but he's like, uh, like I don't know. I like that guy. Uh, he's handled in such a strange way for me where it's like so on the nose. Yeah. I mean, there's got to be someone like that. I guess, but like, don't you get it just with a typically. few lines? Just be like, there's puzzles in these rooms. You've seen stuff like this, even if you don't know what a literal escape room is. Right, you've seen a movie. Solve puzzles and find door. Yeah. <laughs> the end. That's it. <laughs> right, right. Stop explaining this to me. But you're right. They really hold your hand. It's insane. Oh, overly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I give it a nudge. Escape okay. room two, tournament of champions. <laughs> Where somebody, so this is what I referenced last week. I said that Stephanie Gagnon from uh, Books in the Freezer yeah. told me that it's like kind of fun and that there is, she called it a particular line to me. And it was that, what is this? Some kind of tournament of champions? Yes. Couldn't believe it. <laughs> this is like. Go listen to Books in the Freezer. It's a uh, podcast about horror books. Th this turn escape room to tournament of champions is almost like a an old-fashioned B-movie. In what way? It's cheesy. Yeah, I guess I already, I'm like, yeah, but... And totally illogical. It's completely illogical, yes. And and way too grandiose. Yeah. That it just comes off uh, very uh, phony baloney. It's like a little campy, almost. Not not its I acting would, or I anything. I wish that it were campier. But in its premise, like in its... Yeah. Storytelling swings. I mean, it's the same premise as The Hunger Games 2 or yes. whatever it's called. You made it out of Escape Room 1, therefore yeah. you're going to be sucked into Escape Room 2. Is that Mockingjay? Mo uh, no. Uh, Catching Fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Catching yeah. Fire. Yeah, it's the, it's the same thing. It's the same thing. Which is funny. Uh, do you recommend Escape Room 2 Tournament of Champions? I can't particularly recommend either of them. Yeah. I... Not, not the worst. You could do worse, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't say to a friend like, "Oh man, you should totally watch Escape Room." Uh, uh, of course. Yeah. For my money, you can do worse than Escape Room, of course, and that's Escape Room Two: Tournament of Champions. <laughs> what is this? Some kind of tournament of champions? I feel like they're like the same. I, I felt the same about both of them. They're very, very similar, but I think you know, I'm just uh, over the line from you. I think. Yeah. Th the second movie was just a little to the same uh -huh. for me to be like I don't even know why this is here yeah <laughs> I'm just I think it's just there because Escape Room 1 did well I think so too but so but yeah, yes there's, I, uh, there's no reinvention of wheel if you have any curiosity watch Escape Room you don't and you've already seen Escape Room 2 if you see it yeah <laughs> yeah that's, that's my feeling it's true alright so Will I think we're gonna talk we're about gonna spoil spoilers it. after a break yes after we talk about this yes Patreon.com slash GTTU pod. Consider supporting us. Mm -hmm. You understand Patreon has a number of tiers. Whatever fits best for you, consider joining. We'd yeah. greatly, greatly appreciate it. And I think you're going to have a damn good time. Yeah. For one thing, the second that you sign up, you're going to get access to a ton of shows. If you join any of our higher tiers, particularly the Demon tier, you might even get an extra show every single Monday. Well, if you join the Demon Tier, you 100% will. Well, yes, because we have a whole second podcast, a whole second weekly podcast called The Netherworld Dispatch that comes out every Monday, and demons get all of those episodes. We have other tiers where you can get episodes either bi weekly or monthly, just depending on what works for you. And also, as part of our Patreon, we have a Discord that is hopping every day. It's like a chat room full of people who also like Guides the Unknown, and it's divided into a bunch of different categories. Um, it's really really great so we hope you join us over there because it's fun and it also really helps 
the show. So thank you. It helps us tremendously. Yes. Uh, the most recent episode of the Netherworld Dispatch is episode 132, which we called Clue Done It. We looked at a couple of shows, uh, like uh, unscripted shows. Yeah. That aired on real television. One was a Clue game show mm -hmm. in the UK. Yep. Uh, which was very, this actually had scripted elements. They both have scripted elements. Yes. But there are like real contestants trying to solve murder mysteries and, and stuff. And there are actors who like start in pre-recorded segments. And then those actors are on stage with them in character. They're very being strange. Like, hmm. Yes. Yeah. And the ABC hit series, Who Done It? Here in the us. US, uh, which was like, you know, the butler laying out the rules and puzzles and <laughs> It's it the best. A huge, big swing on TV, and it only lasted the one season. But it's but, so fun. It's dynamite. We took a yeah. look at it. There's this guy, Don, who wants, he, for some reason. I love Don. I don't even know what the strategic benefit of this would be. He, I don't know. He, like, wants people to underestimate him or something. So he's this guy. He's a former detective. And he's like, no, I used to be a, uh, I used to teach football. I was a football teacher. And everybody's just like, so you were a cop, right? And then a cut to his talking. Like a cop air. Yeah, and a cut to his talking, and he's like, I didn't want them to know I'm a cop. <laughs> it's like comes <laughs> off so sad sack. Go go check it out. He's Clue a real done sweetheart. it on our Patreon. And bizarrely, the same day that our Clue Done It episode. Mm -hmm. I love the saying Clue Done It. I know it's fun. The same day that episode dropped, the trailer for Netflix's reality show version of Squid Game came out. Oh yeah, I saw something about that. Holy schlamoli. So yeah. it continues. Reality show death games mm -hmm. coming at you. There are so a ton. We that. talk about a bunch of them during that episode, but we just like really go into those two. That's true. And I've got a review for us here from Wicked Kidding, who says, Fabulous. I absolutely love your podcast. Should Go I continue? On, please. But <laughs> you never want to hear that. I know. As a tip, I use Google to pronounce words that I can't. <laughs> when you look it up, absolutely. there's a speaker you can click on. <laughs> I'm not sure what word. I'm not sure what word we said that Wicked Kidding is like the should just google this word i know in there was an episode that was about like uh i think i was talking about like the wheel of the year or something it's like a year or two ago which okay. is like a, a wiccan kind of holiday thing basically and i know that i butchered a ton of words there i also know that i butchered a ton of words so you think it was you i do oh i think it could have been me because i specifically i would say in the last year or so i have been availing myself of that google thing have you? yeah and then i write it in my notes like clearly, i clearly phonetic... not enough <laughs> i'm hoping that that person is back in the catalog maybe because i i really have made an effort because i i think in the episode about fairies i was saying all these celtic words and i completely butchered them because be totally frank i completely ran out of time listen, and i didn't listen. so it'd be like you know how it's like we're a couple of enthusiasts who <laughs> love this stuff we're not we don't know it all. That word is spelled like Sith, but it's really pronounced she. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I kept just saying Sith. Yeah, and Sith. Yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah I, it's fine. I know, but I, uh, I, I, it kind of galls me a little bit because I wish that I had taken the time. I, I wish so, too, <laughs> that we could have had a finer review on I know. I, um, I personally have given up on any form of proper pronunciation. William. Sick of it. Come on. <laughs> anyway, they go on to say, I will forever listen to this podcast. Keep up the great work. <laughs> Thank you very much. Five stars. Thank you Thank very, you very, very much. Thank you very, very much. I'll like... read the good and the bad. Send them in, everybody. You leave us a review. Yeah. Especially if it's about Chrissy. Chris, you can tell how comfortable Chrissy is with this. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
uh, spoiler, it's not a spoiler, behind the curtain, Will read me that review like yesterday and yeah. he was like, can I read you a review that's like, it has something funny in it. It's and I was still like, a positive review. Yeah, and I was like, is it going to hurt my feelings? And he was like, no. And I was like, all right. It's too vague. We don't we don't know who it's it's about. I don't really want to read any bad things. Yeah. I uh, But I was kind of amused by that because there's no knowing which it's one of us sweet. is the culprit. And there's also no I knowing. think it's gen genuinely helpful. It's a nice review. Yeah. It's a nice review. Totally. Uh, and the last thing that I want to uh, just sort of like plug is I did yeah. another episode of uh, Tell Him Steve Dave one of their Halloween shows. Mm -hmm. It is on their Patreon, which I believe, uh, uh -oh. which I think is Google, uh, uh, Google tell them Steve Dave Patreon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I did uh, what they called their, their all new Sunday Jeff show. Yeah. Halloween show. It was all exorcist so themed. It was very, very fun to do. And uh, yeah, go check it out. One yeah. of their Halloween shows. It is uh, patreon.com slash tell them Steve Dave. Mm -hmm. uh, all right. Beautiful. All right, let's uh, let's uh, spoil some stuff. Spoilers are coming, and a one, and a two, and a three, three spoilers. She's an old woman. She's an old woman. So she's not. There's no. No, she's not. She's no. a young woman. Yeah. Actually, in real life, this actress Taylor Russell is dating Harry Styles now. Oh, is that so right? She's in the news a lot. Oh, well, interesting. Yeah. She was also in that love movie about eating each other. Together we eat. What was it called? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Can't wait. Uh, Can't wait to eat. My love is a meal. <laughs> what was it called? <laughs> I don't know the name of it. Bobby told me to watch it and I, I couldn't bring myself to. Oh, yeah. I don't know about that. Escape room. <laughs> I'll figure it. I'll, I'll figure it out. It's fine. I'll figure it okay, out. Okay. So I, and I wasn't correct about this, but I wanted to see if you thought this at all or if you remember thinking it when you watched the movie in the theaters. I wondered at one point early in Escape Room 1 whether there was going to be some sort of Willy Wonka I know. Okay, element to this where everybody is alive, which ends up being at least partially true by the end of the second one. Yes, which is a huge, useless bummer. I um yeah, I would I would favor this to go a little more Willy Wonka. I would too. We've had some chat in the Discord mm -hmm. about like what is uh, a death game? What is not? Where do they fit in my categorization? Right. Nobody seems to have taken issue with my categorization, by the way. So I think maybe I will write an article and just seal this in. I think you we've should. done we've done our studies this month. I yeah. think that we've confirmed that mm -hmm. uh, that my academic observation is 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 law. I think so. But so Willy Wonka as a death game, the idea of all these kids going to the chocolate factory not knowing yeah. that they're being tested mm -hmm. and that there are a number of different things that they could do that could have them lose. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the contest essentially, which is one of you is going to win the chocolate fact. You can <laughs> the be chocolate, you, the chocolate, you can become Willy Wonka yeah. essentially. And I always thought that that story just a sidebar. Maybe mm -hmm. we'll do Willy Wonka someday. Mm -hmm. That'd be weird, but we could. We could. Um, I always thought it would I actually think we be did because I remember recite. I remember reciting the that there's no earthly way of knowing. It may have been we've done a it couple of times like of looking something. at horror for kids or in kids. Yeah, it might have been. I don't that. think we've covered Willy Wonka itself. It might have been for that. Yeah, but uh, uh, I always thought that the story. I assumed when I was a kid the story was that these kids died. Yeah. I, in no way did I assume that these kids well, literally did whisked away. You know, Violet Beauregard did she literally get squeezed? And yeah. then, like, they took her to the juicing room and she survived? No. That's disgusting. She died in mm -hmm. my head. And, and then yeah. that's always what I assumed. And I actually think it's stronger if they just leave it ambiguous. Mm -hmm. um, but so, yeah, you could go the escape room Willy Wonka route. Yeah. I and, was... and discover, like, this, this quirky mastermind who's just, he, this is a game. 
Right. And I was thinking that it was going to end up being perhaps that the people who died weren't dead. Right. And the first time I thought that was when the like escape room enthusiast dude who you're talking about fell through the ice. Yes. And you don't like he gets he kind of like he goes with the current. So yeah. his body goes away. And I was like, huh. So we didn't see his like straight up dead body. No. So does this mean that he's going to pop up at the end of the movie or something? Th this is also where I'm like, th this is what I was sort of alluding to before. I was like the weird you utility of a character who knows about escape rooms in the game mm -hmm. if it were that he died because he's like i know all about escape rooms we're gonna be fine and then yeah. his own hubris is his downfall right it was just sort of this like no messy they're on the ice of the the room that's supposed to look like it's outside and he falls through the ice by mistake it's like not by his own active trying no. to solve things which is like you think about like the the twisting or the the that old slasher notion of like so you sin in some way, right? Right. Randy's so rules. You like brought like, this upon yourself. You brought this upon yourself. In escape room terms, you would think that it would maybe be like this guy believes he's ahead of the game master, mm -hmm. not knowing that this is a bigger game than he's ever done, and yeah. his own hubris ends up being his downfall or something. Right. But it's just kind of like no, he's he's annoying, and he overly explains everything to make us all think that we're idiots and uh -huh. that he's a, a super nerd, and then he dies in a vague yeah bloodless gutless he falls in the ice and then the the characters are trying to find and this is a scary thing that happens in real life mm -hmm. i don't know if you've ever seen this but there's like a video of i don't, I don't know never do this just never do this Kristen. okay it's people standing out on like a frozen river already done won't do it and they've cut a hole uh-huh and someone jumps into the river and gets swept away by the current and it's like the video is called like she was never seen again. Like this person who does this literally is just gone. We don't know what happened to her. So this happens. This can happen that you can go under the ice and not be able to find your way back out through the one hole. That happened to, I shouldn't call him my orchestra teacher because I took up the tuba and quit immediately. But that happened to the orchestra teacher in elementary school. Is that right? Yes. That is, it's horrifying. Yeah. No, he fell he fell into the ice and died. Ugh, it, it, it's, it was it, terrible. Terrifying. Mm -hmm. Now, as as grim and like depressing as it is to happen in real life, if you're yeah. going to do that in a horror movie, I feel like you can almost feel how it needs to be staged to punch you in the gut. Yeah. But it's just sort of this weird floaty shot where the characters are looking at the whole area and the camera just sort of drifts over and you can see the guy mm -hmm. in the water. And then he just sort of like, almost like when you slide the transparency yeah. on like an image you're editing and he just sort of like disappears into the water. But it doesn't, it doesn't hit you. It's mm -mm. It, everything about the movie keeps you feeling safe, audience member. Yeah. Which makes, which is, I'm down with PG-13 horror. Yeah. But there's a weird, and, and I both like it and don't, but there's like a weird feeling in these movies where it's like people are people are dying. I know, but because we always cut away, mm -hmm. it it sort of gives you this wishy washy. Yeah, that's feeling why. Of like, well, maybe they maybe they didn't. Right. That's why I thought like maybe they didn't. And then 
when the next death happens, which is Amanda falling into like a gigantic, basically like an elevator shaft, like an extremely long way down. I like uh, this. I, yeah, I did too. But I was like, oh, okay, no, she's dead. There's no question because Ugh. that's so far down. It's so far down. She I even so then in the second one, we already mentioned she comes back, and it turns out that she fell onto a mattress. That stinks. Even if it's you not had, a mattress. It was, uh, you, it's not a mattress. What is it? First of all. <laughs> She, she did not fall onto what a mattress, it? like box springs like a, and stuff. Like a mattress. No, 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 no. She, they, they, like when stunt people jump off a building and they land on one of those big fart balloons, yeah. those big air bladders. It was one of those? Yeah. Oh. She didn't land on a mattress. But, <laughs> I mean, I have plenty of issues with it, but. No, you're right. But let's... And plausibility of her surviving is still one of them, but it wasn't. <laughs> A mattress, well, okay. strictly speaking. Just I lying on the concrete floor. I take it away. I genuinely remember <laughs> it as being like a sealy Tempur-Pedic. But, um, okay, but you, so even if it, it I'm saying it is. I, I know it is now. But those bounce you. Wouldn't you just bounce into the elevator Whoa. shaft wall? Bounce and then die? all the way back up. <laughs> even if you just the bounce whole... like a little bit ver uh, horizontally, you're just going to crack your noggin on the elevator shaft wall and die. You don't survive it. I don't even know what to do with this. She, I, I believe they're not, they don't inflate these things so All much. Right, we, can, we can move on. I think there's enough give that you kind of cush into them. I don't think that it's like you don't, you don't hit this balloon thing. Stuntmen, I mean, what do you think stunt people do? Do you think that they That's jump why. off a building and then go bouncing off? That's why I'm laughing because like, of course. People do forget this. It, forget it. <laughs> See, this is why I don't win escape rooms. I mean, my this would be a better movie, quite frankly. The entire the entire room. My three mind don't work right. Is this oh, bar God. that's upside down? The entire room is made to look like a a pub. It was neat. That is flipped upside down, and then the ceiling, which is the ground, yeah, falls away bit by bit by bit. So you're gonna plummet down mm -hmm. this elevator shaft, and so Amanda is hanging from the billiard table. She's hanging from the phone. Oh, yeah, she's hanging from the phone, the dangling phone. Yeah. And then, of course, it Which gives again, way. I love yeah. the idea of her falling down this endless elevator shaft and then doing and flying back up with her arms outstretched and then grabbing onto something from the same. Oh! I was thinking. I think just because you thing used, the Muppets do. I think it's just because you used the word balloon thing, even though you were just trying to evoke like what this actual just thing an is. Air thing. I know exactly what you're talking about now. I think that's why my brain did that though. Oh god. I'm literally picturing like Fozzie Bear. Isn't he like <laughs> dangling from something at some point? Yeah. I don't know what. Whatever. Uh -huh. But so uh yeah, she's said to have died. And she didn't. And she didn't, as we find out in the sequel. So it turns out the whole sequel, she is the game master, who's the person who like puts together rooms because so also uh, it's, the it's, bad guys of this whole terrible. thing, it's what terrible. we find out at the end of the first one. Yeah, well, let's say with like, escape room one for now, and then we'll worry about what two contrives. And I don't even think we need to go beat by beat. No, we no, can no, just no, but no, no, no. um but the it turns out that the bad guy of escape room one is just like rich people who like watching this stuff vaguely so some... european villain man the, yeah. the, the 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 scummy money man from girl with the dragon tattoo basically no it's literally that actor the scummy money man girl with the dragon tattoo you know that that guy oh, her, the, you know the, the like guy. social worker yeah the social worker squish yeah yeah okay <laughs> 
that his character name? Squish. <laughs> no, but do you remember that sound? Aptly named. That sound effect? Oh, I know. I know yeah. that Squish. Yeah. Believe me. Um, okay, I didn't realize it was that guy. Um, but anyway, yeah, like he's just sort of like some sort of middleman for them or something. Because he's, he's not even the game master, I think he says. He's just like a, a dude. Yeah, he even, he's like, yeah, I think he he's like, some... I, was, I was your game master, but there's the real puzzle maker. Like they start to like play into this, like there was a hierarchy. Now listen, from working for Hunter Killer, I can tell you that there are people who like, <laughs> would like show run a story and then right. like somebody who actually designs the puzzle. So true, like true. the notion of a hierarchy in a business does make a certain amount of sense to me, but then it, does, it, it but establishes like we need to be climbing up this ladder bit by bit to eventually meet the CEO or something like that, which is not where any of this goes. No. And also like, yeah, that sure, sure. It makes sense that there's some sort of middleman, but why do you put the middleman in your movie? Why don't you, it's have, very an unsatisfying. Why don't you have an exciting bad guy in the movie? I know. It's I some, mean, he does bad things, but you know, it's, it's like, some chump, but it's very unsatisfying. It's just a chump. And he says, basically we put these on. On their live stream for wealthy people who like to watch such things or something. Yeah, you're course, like, oh, okay, of course, of course. Um, you, have you heard of the dark web? Yeah, right. And it's like everyone got scared of the dark web. Yeah, and it's like anything could happen there, even escape room. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and it's all right. And then whatever. it turns out they've decided to like turn up the heat on this by making it even more sadistic in the second movie by having one of the people who was in the escape room. They are going to have some sort of like blackmail, I guess. I don't know what you would call it, like hold something over her head so that she right. must design the next round of escape rooms, even though she doesn't want to. Yeah, so now these rich people are getting their jollies on multiple levels. Not only are they watching people die, they know that this has all been orchestrated by somebody unwilling. Yeah. See, this is this is where I, this is where I'm like, it's fine. It's it's, it's not fine. it's not it's fine. It's fine for yeah. a PG-13 watch it movie yeah. where it's like. I think the man, the bad middleman in one even has a line where it's like, they've got certain certain appetites. Yeah. Savage, savage appetites or something <laughs> yes. like that. And he's on the side of the bad guys. I'm like, would they view... He even says, like, they like barbaric things. Yeah, And I was yeah. like, but if you like barbaric things, would you describe them yourself as barbaric? I think you might. Because that has a negative connotation. I would imagine that the negativity of it is sort of part of playing into it, that you know that you're doing something that is wrong. Okay. So I think that all you right. might describe it you as like, like yes, I have. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. All right. It, yeah. it hit the ear a little bit weird. No, I just get that, like the though. way they phrased it. There's a book, by the way, called Savage Appetites. If I'm remembering right, I think it is about basically looking at the way, like the true true crime boom, essentially. Oh, okay. yeah, I yeah, think yeah. I read it. I think I liked it. Not sure. But maybe look up Savage Appetites. <laughs> maybe I never read it. I think I've barely heard of it. No, I think <laughs> it, it came out like a few years ago. Uh, by the way, the, the movie that uh, I was trying to think of before about the, the cannibals that love each other was called Bones and All. Oh, okay. I yeah, and, and the, the main performer of Escape Room, Taylor Russell, is in that with Timothy Chalamet. Okay. Who is now Willy Wonka. Yes. For the record. Boy, it all it all comes together. <laughs> it all comes together. The grand machinations <laughs> yeah. of Hollyweird. <laughs> That's right. Who's pulling the strings? Um, so anyway, yeah, Escape Room 1 has Amanda fall down that big elevator shaft. Yeah. Where and this drives me a little a little batty. Mm-hmm. Our main character, Zoe, sees Amanda fall. Yeah. And in the movie, 
she's watching mm -hmm. as Amanda continues to fall, 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 fall. And then you hear like a thud. Yeah. And then she looks away. That thud certainly would have been softened by the giant balloon that she bounces off of down there. <laughs> yeah, it should have just been like a gentle farting sound of a balloon. Yeah, just a squeak. But so in the sequel, we see the event of Amanda's fall. Yeah. And she fall, 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 falls through a hologram. A hologram of the bottom of the elevator shaft right. onto a balloon. Hmm. So... Uh, what, did, what was Zoe looking or at? Or I some, yeah, I, 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 but it's I just like, know. all of this for what? To bring Amanda back? Who was in half of the first movie? Who we don't have much of a relationship with. She was like one of, actually, I would say she was the strongest character of the first movie. I think that's probably so true. So I guess it's a surprise. First of all, it's a surprise. It's like a, it's a shock in the second movie. And, you know, bringing back somebody who I imagine you know, made an impact or whatever. And, and just certainly saying, made an impact. Almost did. Saw two also brought back a character who survived a game from the first one. True. Named Amanda. True. <laughs> Which is weird. That is weird. But, uh, so yeah, uh, escape room two does the hunger games thing, as you said, by bringing back other survivors, mm -hmm. but it's the weirdest thing imaginable. So uh, let me even back up for one quick second. Cause I, I think I know what's going on in escape room two that the movie never tells you. Okay. Uh, at the end of escape room one, Zoe escapes. She gets out of the thing and then the police show up and they're like, there's no one here. It doesn't look like any kind of scary old game happened to you lady. Yeah. Like it's all cleaned up perfectly. And th when she originally went in, it was like the waiting room for Dr. Wu Tan Yu. Okay. I don't understand this really. <laughs> She sees the words no way out spray painted on the wall. Yeah. And then realizes that no way out is an anagram for Dr. Wu Tan Yu. Right. So his name the entire time was of this mysterious person who's said to have put the game together. Dr. Wu Tan Yu means no way out. But it's also so the name of the company is Minos, which is a reference to uh, the Minotaur mm -hmm. myth. Makes I, sense, I guess. I guess. Whatever. Um, I don't know. I don't understand Lofty. why. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. I don't really know the Minotaur story that well, even though I know I cited it mere episodes yeah, ago. Yeah, whatever. Uh, but, but it feels like it would be something that like lofty. I didn't understand why Dr. Wu-Tan Yu, they, they played it like it was hitting so hard. Like, it, it's like a real like, what? What? Kind of moment. And I was like, all right, so what? To what end? At this point. Well, it's meaningless. Like, it, it, but it, it was almost like it was He's like the, fictional the crescendo of the movie. And I, I was just like, but who cares? Yeah, why? Who cares? Who cares? Like, what, is, what does this do now that you've noticed that it's an am anagram? It evokes the feeling of a twist. Or of a surprise without actually being one. <laughs> I suppose. I, I was confused more than anything. I it's, really was like, did I? And weird. then I pretty quickly was like, I don't think I did. But I was like, did I miss a reason no. that this would be so impactful? No, I, I, I have issues. I have issues with uh, with some of the. Yeah. I, again, like I, I just think like. and this Maybe is Minos like, is an anagram for Smoin. I think it is an, yeah. an anagram for Smoin. <laughs> but, uh, I, I, you know, I'm on thin ice a little bit, but I do have a few notes just about the general writing okay we're introduced to our main character zoe as mm -hmm. being a brilliant student who knows the answers to things but cannot speak up uh -huh. to share them with others right so the professor's like how do you get the area of a cube or something like that <laughs> and she writes it down but can't bring herself to raise her hand uh-huh and then the professor holds her back and is like i think you need to learn how to open new doors 
And I'm like, oh right. my God. I know. I'm like, just tell her to think outside the box. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you need to escape a room. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just very. Yeah. Perfectly dominoed where you, you're just like from the first thing. Right. If you just think about it, you can like feel the whole movie just happen. Yeah. And that's why the sequel is so frustrating to me <laughs> because then they, they tell you in the sequel that things happened in the first movie that didn't happen. Uh-huh. Like what? Well, like Amanda surviving. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think there was even a flashback in the sequel to a moment that Amanda had with Zoe mm-hmm. where Zoe's like, uh, if you didn't see it, it never happened. Yes, yes. She says that in a flashback, which I don't think happened in the first movie at all. Yeah, I, you know, I don't remember. <laughs> I remember that sticking out to me. Now I can't remember if it was because I was like, did that happen? And then this what? becomes the repeated right. theme of Escape Room 2 Tournament of Champions. If you didn't see it, it didn't happen. Right. And so that's why Amanda is still alive. Because right, the game makers are so maniacal. That they're controlling everything. So if you didn't see the dead body, they're not dead. Mm -hmm. But here's the problem. This is a PG-13 horror series. Right. So we've never seen anyone die. Yeah. So they're all, maybe they are all alive, to your point. Right. Who's to say now? I know. That one idea, you didn't see it, it didn't happen, so therefore Amanda's alive. What does this mean? It it destroys the entire idea of there being stakes of life and death, which yes. is what this is all about. Right. Like, I, know, I didn't it's... see any of it happen. There are people in this movie that die because they disappeared under the sand. Yeah. And then you find out that one of them isn't really dead. Yes. So it's like, well, then maybe the other one's not dead either. I know. Hold on. Maybe none of them are dead. I know. I didn't see it happen it's... because you can't show it to me because it's PG-13. So do not... Do the one thing they cannot do, the one thing they should not do, is bring up that if you didn't graphically see death, no one's dead. Right. Because I mean, we're kind of thing, getting the point already. The one thing they can't do. Yeah, without saying it out loud. It's a big you don't problem. you don't need to say it. Here's another phrase Major from problem. the second movie, and it happens during that like sand scene or whatever, that's just like, oh my god, who do you think is watching this? Why do they need all this help? So there's something where a character is, is looking through a Polaroid camera and they just they just say they say something and then they say it'll last longer. And then somebody says, that's like the phrase. Yeah. What? <laughs> they, it's like the phrase where you take a picture, it'll last. Long. Yeah, we know. Yeah. It's, yeah. There, it's, there's there's another thing like that. Holy too, moly. Where it's just like, oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. Yeah. I, I totally agree. It, <laughs> And, and it's so bad. And about those a, things. A, a movie about escape rooms could be something that like it totally invites could. the audience to take a closer look mm-hmm. and surprise them with a twist at the end that was sitting yeah. in front of them the whole time. But instead it is it is very much this like silly little roller coaster ride. Yeah. That just sort of happens in front of you. Mm-hmm. I it's it's yeah. I, I I don't know. But again, the thing that I will uh uh the thing that I will thumbs up, I think, is the... I like the sets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the sets are cool. <laughs> I think the sets are really neato. And that does a lot for me in this movie That's in particular. That's like on, on Friends when they're trying to find things to say about Joey's TV shows that he's in that, that are good. And somebody's like, I'm taking lighting. And they're like, no, you had lighting last time. I want lighting. Yeah. You just have to like find stuff to say. A little bit. Yeah. A little bit. I, I, I They do. And again, I think that this movie does the same. St- oh, oh, I didn't even tell you my theory. What? <laughs> Let me tell you my theory. So she escapes the stuff at the end of the first movie. Mm-hmm. And the whole movie ends with a silly 
Oh man, the first movie's a mess. And I just remembered uh, something else. I'll keep it brief. Yeah. I'll, I swear to God, I'll, I'll keep it brief. No, the, the ends are crazy. The, end, the ends are crazy. The beginning's yeah. crazy. Yes. Escape Room 1 opens with a shot of like a library mm-hmm. and then a man falls out of the ceiling and he's like, where is it? Where is it? Where's the code? And it's like perfectly written for, <laughs> for dummies where it's like, uh, he may as well be running around saying to himself, by the way, he's alone. He may yeah. as well be running around going like, I'm in a puzzle room and there are puzzles to I help me to live. I need to find the code in order to open the door. If I don't find puzzle, I will die. Yeah. And he's running around, and then it ends with, like, the room is squishing on him. Right. Uh, and then you can, like, just imagine. Like, it squishes to black escape room. Yeah. Okay, fine. A cold open of someone dying in an escape room. No, because then it says three weeks earlier. Yeah. And it, and that guy is one of the characters who will end up in the escape room. Yeah. And then we will revisit this moment from the cold open. In the end. It, in the movie and it's not and it's like it doesn't work it doesn't it doesn't work no for a cold open he needed that needed to be a little thing to just tell you what the movie is Mm -hmm. like scream yeah Yeah, totally and you know that that's what they're doing they're like they cut the movie and then they went we need to we need something in the beginning that's exciting because p.s nobody dies in the movie until an hour in i checked like nothing happens yeah the idea of the horror and they're short movies the horror stuff doesn't happen for an hour yeah so you know they're like they were an hour like, and a half long. Put some exciting escape room stuff at the front, and they just took a scene from the middle of the movie and put it there, even though it rhythmically is very clumsy. Yeah. But they do the same thing at the end, which is weird too, because they cut and they're and and Zoe's like, "We're gonna get on an airplane to take down the company," mm-hmm. and then they cut to an airplane where someone's running to the cockpit. Yeah. And they're trying to solve a puzzle. It's escape room on a plane. Yeah. And the pilots aren't there. The plane's going to crash into the mountains. Ah. And then someone goes, and simulation. <laughs> and it was a test. Right. It was the evil company doing a test. And then they literally have a scene where essentially like an Emperor Palpatine guy appears on a screen and is like, we've, we've <laughs> intercepted their tickets to come destroy us. They'll get on our plane and it'll be an escape plane. <laughs> Even though I, so I like that. I enjoyed watching that. I enjoyed that. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. We were being like, kind of like a shticky, schmaltzy, dopey thing. But it was for like two minutes I that agree. it was like that. I wish it was more like that. So I liked it. However, that was also the point where I went, this movie is stupid. Yeah. <laughs> like, just a shame because it's about something thought, that should be smart. I was just kind of like. You know, man, whatever. But then when that that whole end part happened, I was like, this is so stupid. This is very dopey. This is very over the top. But so they've yeah. established, and this carries into the sequel, they've <laughs> they've gone to great expense. Unbelievable expense. To find the airplane tickets and reroute them to get these characters on their airplane, which is rigged as a trap for her. Yeah. And then in the beginning of the next movie, they establish that she's still afraid of flying Mm -hmm. and that she refuses to get on a plane. And she even says, let's just drive to New York. Yeah. And the whole movie happens where she like, now she's like, she goes on a subway and the subway is a, an evil subway track that takes the, this turn and magically everybody else on the train room. Yes, it's the first of the escape rooms of yeah. that movie. And everyone else in that car is a former person who won their own escape room, whatever. Tournament mm-hmm. of Champions. Yeah. What is this? Some kind of tournament of champions? It's amazing. Um, and then the whole thing, I realized I, there's a, a fun idea where Zoe's talking to a therapist. And the therapist is like, you're seeing clues in everything. 
like no matter what, you'll never feel like you're free of this because now, mm -hmm. even outside the escape room, you're seeing signs where there are not signs. Right. And uh, she's like, so this is a clue. Mm -hmm. And she like holds up her own purse. This is a clue. And she holds up a book that says no escape. Yeah. And she's like, you're not in the game. What's it going to take for you to feel comfortable? This one was plainly evil to me. Plainly evil. But I liked that. This, no, I liked it this. Too. This worked for me. This next line. Because Zoe goes like, I, I need everybody who did this to us to be held accountable. And yeah. I need to know mm -hmm. that they're going to be taken down for what they did. Yeah. And then the rest of the movie continues where she meets other people who are in this tournament of champions. They all die one by one, room by room. And it's very, very rote. Mm -hmm. It's very much the first movie again. Yeah. And at the end of it, she escapes. Yes. Again. But this time when the cops show up, they didn't, Minos did not have time to clean up the crime scene. Smoin. Smoin. And in fact, now the police are on to them and they're like, we're, we're arresting people as we speak. Like, we're right. going to take down this company that, that put you in this escape room tournament of champions. Yeah. Zoe. And she finally feels comfortable. And mm -hmm. so she gets on a plane to fly home. Yeah. Only for that to be the escape room plane from the end of the first movie. I know. And she realizes she had this. Finally, they did the, the like flashback twist. Yeah. And the therapist, the obviously evil therapist saying, what will it take to get you on that plane? She was literally asking. She was literally asking Zoe, what yeah. do we have to do to eventually get you on this plane? No, I, I really liked this. I need to know that the company is caught and that the bad people are punished. Yeah. Then I will get on the plane. Mm -hmm. And that is what happens. They contrive the whole game yeah. to give Zoe a false sense of security to get her on the plane. Yeah. Which one is a fun twist. And two, the thing the movie doesn't tell you that I think is going on is this evil company who seems to have endless amounts of money. Mm -hmm. You know they still care about money. Yeah. So at some point at the end of the first movie, they were probably like, she's not getting on the plane? Yeah. We spent all this money <laughs> right. to get a plane in the air. We've got to use this plane. Yeah. Ask her what it'll take to get her on the plane. It's all about yes. using what they've already <laughs> spent the money on. <laughs> no, I don't. Yeah. That makes me more sense because it's like, why are they so focused on Zoe? They just don't want to waste the money. They don't want to waste spent. the plane money. But I mean, couldn't they conceivably we just already... get somebody else on the plane? Like, why does it have to be her? No, we already bought the whole plane. It's because she's the lead was, of the movie. It was movie, supposed to be answer. for her. Yeah, it's because she's the lead of the movie. I know, but it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make like, any it's sense. It's not like she's like a super genius or something who they're like, no. she's our greatest test. No, but I could at least uh, appreciate the idea that they literally too. have a character say, what will it take to get you to our trap? She tells them, and the rest of the movie is just a red herring. It's all about getting her to a place where yeah she'll get in the last trap yeah no i appreciated that too also that the the therapist was like you must get on the plane and i yes. was like it is so <laughs> zoe's supposed to be like yeah. has these incredible deductive skills and she's the the whole point is the therapist is saying you see everything as untrustworthy now this is like the least trustworthy woman i've ever seen in my life ever, zoe ever. wake up but, Wake up, babe. But she's living in a world now where it's like they go to a whole police station at the I end know. and that's part of the company as well because they're all liars and stuff. It's like, I don't I even know. know. She is. You, you, you'll you never be confident that there's any real world outside of this no. ever. I wonder if Smoin are the people behind the movie The Game with oh Michael Douglas because similar endless resources. You're, you're absolutely right. I mean, this is this is the end result of that jigsaw statue. Remember from Saw 3D? <laughs> yeah, it's probably a Jigsaw acolyte who... Jigsaw, uh, uh, Minos yeah. is a, a 
completely manned by apprentices. Yeah, definitely. It's the first entirely apprentice manned company. Because they have enough employees. Wait, Minos. Jigsaw. <gasps> if you change around the letters of Minos, you get I am Jigsaw's apprentice. Ha ha. Oh my God. Oh my God. Who's <laughs> sitting right in front of us, Kristen. <laughs> the whole time. Also, they have a room that looks like outdoors of New York City. Oh yeah, that was the thing that I was saying. I don't know. There was something I, I stopped myself from saying in the spoiler-free section where I was like, what? How? I like it. Yeah. It's, it's stupid, it's but I like crazy. it. It's crazy. The ceiling like a, must be humongous. It's got to be humongous because yeah. it looks like the night sky <laughs> going off into forever. And it's just like a taxi in the middle of the room and a yeah. telephone box. And, and they got bodegas. to it through a manhole. They did. I, I loved it, though. It no, looks it, like they're outside New York City at night. Yeah. And it's so dopey. It looks like they're in New Donk City from yes. Mario Odyssey. It yeah. looks so dopey, but it's so fantastic. And it literally rains acid yeah i don't think makes a lick of sense i mean why not i don't know i don't know <laughs> it's absurd to me uh, anyway that's that's escape room one there and two go. yeah the ultimate death game yes there is no escape even if you win you don't win no way no this this girl is absolutely never going to be free no. like if this movie is still ongoing in like the ether and the creative world. Yes. Um, but not coming to fruition in a movie. This girl is trapped endlessly. It's true. This is like the perfect opposite end of the spectrum of Hunger Games where it's like I have issues with Hunger Games for like Katniss tries to destroy the games. Yeah. And now I don't like it because she's destroying the games. <laughs> right. This is almost the opposite problem. She will never destroy these games. Never. They are endlessly a uh, hundred steps ahead of her. And that yeah. also doesn't make sense. No. <laughs> I don't know what the happy medium is, but no one's found it Neither. for my money. So there you go, everybody. There the, it is. That the is... end of Game-tober. I know. That's a wrap on Game-tober. Thank you for hanging out with us. We really hope that you enjoyed it. We will have plenty more episodes of other kinds of crap yeah. to come over the next you know, month, oh, years, the... until October rolls around again. Not just crap. The best crap. Yeah. Next week, we're going back to the world of the Blair Witch. Yes. With Book of Shadows, mm -hmm. Blair Witch 2. Which I am so excited about. I love Blair Witch too. I cannot wait. It's so fun to watch. So make sure you definitely watch it. Yeah. And definitely no, come back to hear what we think of Book of Shadows, Blair Witch 2. Mm -hmm. uh, but Rent um, it from the library. That's what I did when I watched it the first time. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. I wonder if you can still do that. I'm sure you can. Maybe. All right, go to go to your local library. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, follow at GTTUPod on all social media, patreon.com slash GTTUPod mm -hmm. to help support the show and get a ton more shows for your effort. We greatly, greatly appreciate yes. it. Uh, leave us a review. Share the show with your friends. Happy, happy, happy Halloween. Yeah, enjoy yourselves. Tricks and Treats, another Patreon show comes on Monday, Mischief Night, mm -hmm. October 30th itself. Don't egg me. Please. Right in the face. And some yeah. people call it like noogie night and jub jub. Oh, yeah, it's like goosey night. Jub jub night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Scrub a dub night. Gum gum night. Gum gum night. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see you on Patreon on Monday, everybody. Have a happy, happy Halloween. Yeah. Uh, and we'll see you next week in the world of Blair Witch. But until that time comes, we must travel. Back to the netherworld, go we. Wait. I can't. This escape. isn't the netherworld. This room. I can't get out. Oh, no. <laughs> Maybe we should make a death game movie. Oh, no. Oh, no. I'm trapped in the room. <laughs> so, Jack Black. The room. The room. <laughs> <laughs>